Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for the Kutei Halachas. Yoradeya, Chelek Aleph, Hilchis Ribis, Halacha Hey, Paragraph Zion. We dedicate the learning today on the 29th of Tishrei, Le'ilu Nishmas, Reb Moshe Baramatasio David, Reb Moshe Burstein, Zuchan who passed away 11 years ago. <coughs> the shir is being given in Oyer Avram, the shul which he founded originally in Katamon, and it was there for many years. And then, 22 years ago, moved, relocated to this neighborhood, Givat Moshe, or Gushmonim, where I live. <coughs> and I daven here usually, Hashem should help, he should be a melitz toy for all of us. And we dedicate the learning also, Lilu Nishma Sirachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia, Rosa Basi Tamar, and for a complete Rafur Shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Nisim Ben Rivka, Shimon Eliezer Ben Rochel, Idis Masmerian Brindle, Yehuda Ben Saramaya, Chaim Ben Rachel, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Nosin Yehuda Ben Tali, Yosef Avram Eliezer Ben Pesia, Soralea Bas Chavaliba, Avigail Brocha Bas Shirat Voira, Shirat Voira Bas Miriam, Jonas Ben Hilda, Moshe David Elio Ben Risha, Rus Alexandra Estachaya Bas Luna Patrisa, Mazel Bat Zahava, Eitan Yoel Ben Edna, Tuviet Zvi Ben Chaya Aliza, Eliohu Yoshua Ben Rochel, Akiva Liyohu Ben Sora, Besoich Sharcho Yisrael. Vialkein Koirin Im Kesef Talve Bepesach. Rab Zal says, based on what we've been learning here so far, we'll understand why on one of the days of Chalamoy Pesach, we read this portion of the Torah in Parshas Mishpatim, which speaks about lending money. Shehu Yitzias Mitzrayim. Pesach is a time of Yitzias Mitzrayim. Ki Iker Yitzias Mitzrayim. Lotzeis Meagolus, Hualideik Milas Chesed, Valvoas Chaim. Because one of the powerful things that helps us get out of Golos is lending money, helping others. Because that eliminates the differences. Lending money brings about peace. Ahavo, it brings about a good relationship between people. It eliminates the differences and also eliminates the enemies that, that are the cause of Golos. V'yalkei nikro ribis b'shem neshech, and this also explains why the Torah uses the term neshech for ribis, for interest, k'mashikosov neshech kol dovor asheyishoch, b'chinas im yishoy chanochosh b'loy lachash, because that same term, neshech, means to bite. <coughs> And that same term is used about the snake, that the snake bites without any good purpose. He doesn't taste any pleasure in what he eats. And the Gemara says that this is associated with the sin of Loshon Hora, which is worse than anything else. Because when a person says Loshon Hora also, they're not getting any personal benefit from it, why say something bad about someone else? What is that going to do for you? 
Kalidei Lashon Hara Boim Kol Hamachloikas because Lashon Hara is the underlying reason for all Machloikas, the underlying cause of all Machloikas. Shemishom Iker Achizas Hayetzahara and that's what gives the Yetzahara the ability to, to have power. Shenechaz Kishenase Machloikas Ben Hashinui Deyos Ve'enom Nechlolem Biechon the Yitzhahara is able to attach himself when there's conflict between people that have different opinions and they're not able to unite. Shazer Bechinas Pegam Ribis. And that's also the damage that's caused by this sin of Ribis. Alkein Nikron Neshech. That's why the Torah uses this term Neshech, Loshn Im Yishoi Because that's the same term that's used about the snake who is the symbol of Lashon Hara. The Gemara says that Hashem, that, that the snake was once asked, why do you bite people? Hashem cursed you that anything you eat tastes the same. Whatever you eat, it'll taste like dirt. So if another animal, if a lion or a tiger bites, some, bites an animal, they, they feel a pleasure in that flesh and blood. A snake doesn't feel any pleasure. So the snake's response was, and what's the pleasure that a person says Lashon Hara? What pleasure do they have? So we see that these two are very, very much connected. Bechinas pegam Lashon Hara machlekes kanal. V'yalkein iker arichas hagolus hazeh alidei Lashon Hara machlekes. And that's why the main thing that's causing us to be in this very, very long exile, there's never been an exile like this, over 2,000 years, is Lashon Hara and Machloikas. Because what happens is, as a result of people speaking Lashon Hara against Sadikim, also, then people, now people don't know where is the truth, where is the real truth, who is the real Tzadik, the one who's being spoken about, or the one who's doing the speaking. And the, one of the main, main things that's going to help bring about the final redemption is Shalom. As the Gemara says, that Elianovi's main mission is going to be to bring peace to the world. And that will lead to the final redemption, which we hope should take place speedily in our time. We mentioned yesterday in the previous year that, that, that ribis, ribis is the opposite of peace. When a person lends money and does not take any interest for it, that promotes ahava and shalom. That promotes friendship, peace. When a person does take interest, they're not promoting this friendship and peace. And, and, and the lack of friendship and peace expresses itself in, 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 in machlekes among the Jewish people, or in actual exile. Exile is an example of lack of friendship and peace, where our enemies are able to overpower us and put us into this exile. So when a person does gemilas chesed, which does promote friendship and peace, that leads to geula. That takes us out of golos. 
including the Golas of Mitzrayim. We mentioned that, that, that what got us into Golas originally was the lack of friendship and peace among the brothers of Yosef HaTzadik. It says they were envious, they hated him, they couldn't speak lo yochlu dabroi sholon. That's what took us down to Mitzrayim. And when Moshe Rabbeinu saw two Jews fighting, when he saw Dosan Vaviram fighting, he said, And now I know, now I know why the Jews are suffering so much. It's because of this machloikis. It's because of this sinna and kinna. And therefore what gets us out of Golos is Ahava and Sholem, of which an incredible example of it is Tzedakah and Gemilas Chasodim. Paragraph Ches, Vizeh Bechinas Rosh Hashanah. And this is also what Rosh Hashanah is all about. Kizeh Hayoim Tchilas Masecha. Because in the Shmoyn on Rosh Hashanah, we say that this, this is the day of the beginning of Hashem's creations, <coughs> referring to the creation of man, the most important creation. Ki Rosh Hashanah Nivra HaAdam. Shehu Iker Briyas Oilam. On Rosh Hashanah is when Adam Arishan was created, who is the main <coughs> achievement in creation. Vaoz Iker Yitzias Habriyam Mikoyach Alapoyal Shenigmarabiyoyim Ashishi. And that's really when creation was completed, when Hashem brought creation from potential into action. Sheoz. That's when man was created, who is the most important and ultimate purpose of all of creation. The first posset, In the beginning, Hashem created heaven and earth. The word Bereshis makes up the letters Ba'alef Tishrei. In, on the first day of Tishrei, which is the sixth day of creation, Hashem created Shamayim and Oretz. Heaven and earth. What's heaven and earth? Heaven and earth is man, who is a combination of an neshama and a body. The neshama is heavenly, the body is earthly. The Gemara actually brings a pasuk when the Gemara says, speaks about Hashem judging a person. After the person passes away, the Gemara says Hashem is going to come to judge the body and the soul, and Hashem is going to say to the body, okay, now it's time for you to get punished for all the sins that were committed. The body is going to say, I didn't do anything. He did it. The Neshama did it. I'm nothing. I'm, I'm a piece of meat. I can't do anything. It's the, nesh- it's the soul that's responsible. Hashem is going to approach the Neshama and say, okay, you have to get punished for all the sins this person committed. The Neshama is going to say, me, sin? I'm di- I'm, I am divine. I, don't, I have nothing whatsoever to, to do with sin. It's the body that was the cause of all of this. So the Gemara says Hashem is going to bring the body and soul together and punish them together. So the pasuk that the Gemara brings is Yikra el Hashemayim Meol Veloritz Mitochas. Hashem is going to call out to heaven above and to earth below, referring to the neshama and the guf, and put them back together in order to punish them. Vialkain oz iker avoidas hat sadike yemes lehikolel achar habria bekoitam habria. Rabnosan Zal explains now, and based on what we're learning here, 
we can understand why one of the most important things that the true tzaddikim are trying to accomplish on Rosh Hashanah is to connect after post-creation with pre-creation. This is a very, very high-level job. To repair and sweeten the original source of all din. Which is from where the whole concept of sheker originates from, Shehu Hara, which is evil, Shehu Atuma, which is impurity, Shekol Tchilosoi, Shekol Achizosoi, Betchilas Habria. Where is this Sheker and Ra and Tuma connected? Its origin, its place of origin is the beginning of creation. Tekev Kisheyotza Mikoyach Alapoyal. As soon as Hashem brought the world from potential into actualization. Because although at that point in time there was not yet any sheker, any falseness, or any impurity, still, because of the fact that at that point there were already two, there was Hashem and there was the creation, there was already something in place, something in existence from which Sheker and Tumah could eventually evolve from. Therefore, the main completion of the repair of everything in the entire creation can only be accomplished by these great tzaddikim who have the ability to rise up from this physical materialistic world to rise all the way up to the beginning of creation which is the origin from which Sheker draws its connection. Because so long as we don't succeed in repairing over there in that highest place, where there is the finest, finest level of connection to, of Sheker, which up, that, that doesn't even go down to the level of Moyach Machshav at all. Shemishom Nechaz Sheker, and it's from way up on there, that highest, highest place, that began the evolvement of Sheker. Even if people repair down below the connection of Sheker, the Tikkun is not complete. When you have a problem, the problem has a source, and you don't resolve the problem, you don't repair the source, even though you repair the symptoms and you repair the different things, the problem is not really resolved. 
מאחר שעדיין לא נסתכן ונמתק בשורש שלוש שלמעלה. Since you haven't yet succeeded in repairing the, the original, original source above of this problem. And this is the, the real essence of the work, the efforts of the greatest tzaddikim on Rosh Hashanah. That's when man was created. That, that's the day when creation was completed with the creation of man. When the creation really went from potential into complete actualization. And therefore then we need to be able to repair the source where the Sitra Achra originates from. Shehua Sheker, which is the Sheker. Shekol Shoroshoi Mitchilas Habriya Tekev Sheyotza Mikoyach Lapoel where the actual origin of Sheker, of the Sitra goes all the way back, back, back to the beginning of creation. From as soon as the creation was actualized, came into being, and now there was Hashem and the Bria, that's where Sheker and Tumah draws its origin. In order to really resolve this, this issue, the Tzaddik has to be able to go all the way up to there. And that's why Rosh Hashanah is also referred to as day one of the ten days of tshuva. Because it's from there that we draw the, the real inspiration for tshuva. Through the great, great tzaddikim, shemegalen umeirin amita who reveal and shine the real pure truth into the world. And they eliminate the source where Sheker is connected to from the beginning of creation. Rav Nosanzal says this is a very, very high-level, difficult mission. And this is what the tzaddikim are involved in on Rosh Hashanah, Shehu Tchilas Habriya. Rosh Hashanah is the birthday of man. V'alkein hu Tchilas And this is also why Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of tshuva. Ki ikar ha-tshuva hu Because this is what real tshuva is all about. L'hachsir u'lahorim. For man to go ahead and, and return and elevate based on that person's connection in the entire creation, to elevate everything and return it to its original source. And to go ahead and return and plug in everything that exists after creation to plug it back into pre-creation, to plug it into Hashem on the highest level. This is what tshuva is really all about. To return everything to its original source, original place. 
Bebechinas, as the Zohar Kodesh says, Zarka, that we have one of the musical notes in the, in the Torah, in the Tamim of the Torah, which is Zarka, which is shaped like an S on its side. It starts off over here, starts off in the middle, it goes down, it goes up, and it goes higher up than the place that it originated from, and then comes back down to where it started from. And the Zohar Kodesh says, Zarko de isderikis la'asar disnatilas mitomon. Zarko means to throw something back to the place where it was originally taken from. Hatam zarko marames al shenizrak lamokon shenitom ishom. Exactly, as Rabbi Nezal speaks about this in the beginning of chapter 35 in Tehillim. V'alkein tzrichim l'nesoya l'tzadikim and this is why it's so important for us to travel to the tzaddikim who are on the highest level on Rosh Hashanah. Because there is no one who is qualified and who has the knowledge to be involved in this tikkun that we're describing here other than the tzaddikim who are on the highest level. V'afilu gedoyle ha-tzaddikim einom zoichem lozeh b'shleimus b'chayeyem kiem liachar histalkusum. And even the greatest of tzaddikim are not zoichet to be able to accomplish this completely on the highest level during their lifetime, only after they pass away, when a tzaddik is greater than he was during his lifetime. And this is why the Torah tells us it's so important to go to visit the graves of Tzadikim on Erev Rosh Hashanah. Because to really accomplish what we're describing here successfully, to really complete this, can only be accomplished by the greatest of tzaddikim after their passing. That's when they really achieve the completion, the, 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 that's where they really complete getting to the highest level that they're supposed to get to. To return their soul to the place from which it was originally taken from in, the, in its original, original source. And by the tzaddik rising up to that place, he takes with him the entire creation that's plugged into him, everything in this world that's plugged into the tzaddik. Because remember, the Pesach says, V'tzadik yisoyed oilam. The tzaddik is the foundation of the world. The whole world is resting on him. So if you bring that foundation up, you're bringing the whole building up with it also. The entire creation is getting this tremendous aliyah also. To, to connect the entire post-creation to pre-creation, and through this, we're to repair and sweeten and eliminate 
the connection of Sheker, which is connected up there. Ki rak because this is really the only reason why Hashem created man who has free choice. Shekol And the whole concept of Bechira, free choice, originates from there. From when the creation actually went from potential to actualization. Kanal Bahatoiranal, as Rabbeinazal discusses this over there in the chapter on Ikutimran that this halach is based on. And when a person is to pass the test, again, this Torah is based on chapter 179 in Likutimran. And when a person is to, to withstand the tests, and the person is to make all the right choices in this world, to choose mitzvahs and and to avoid sins, and the person rises from one level to the next, until the person rises up to that level of the beginning of creation, when the world was in its purest state, and repairs things over there, so that the, the sheker no longer has the ability to attach itself there and to draw energy from there. That's the real repair of the entire creation. Question in the chat. We learned that hamtokas hadinim repairing dinim by going up to the origin, refers to the sphere of Bina, which is the source of all din. How and, and in what way is Bina called pre-creation? Is it connected to the union of Mayim el Mayim Tachtoinim, either separated or united by the Rokia? The answer is that on a simple level, on a simple level, we refer to this world, we refer to creation as the seven days of creation, which correspond to the seven lower spheroids, chesed through malchus. As soon as we talk about going above that, we're going above that, we're going to Bina, we're going to Keser Chochman Bina, we're going to that place that's above creation. The base of Bereshis is Merames to Bina, and, and again, this, this concept of going outside of this world going above this world, going above, above the number seven, the number eight is already being referred to as Oilam Haba. Oilam Haba, in this respect, being referred to as pre-creation. And what we're describing here was actually the mission of Odomarishan. This is what Odomarishan was supposed to accomplish the day that he was created to take the entire creation and plug it into pre-creation. And as a result of Odom Arishin messing up <coughs> by partaking from the Eitz Hadas, following the advice of the snake, and the snake is the symbol of Sheker, which is attached over there, 
and Adam Rishon was not successful in, in overpowering the, the Nochosh and defeating him, defeating this Sheker, this resulted in Hashem issuing a decree that all generations will have to experience death, and the Sheker became very much attached to the creation. And this will explain to us a little bit a certain question, difficult question that people have. How in the world did Odom Arishan come to do this sin of eating from Eitzadas? There wasn't yet a Yetzahara in the world. Ukemuva Bisforam, as is brought in Sifrei Kabbalah, Umevoyer Beferish Rashi, and as Rashi Kodesh points out, Shahayetzahara, Loinitan Bohem, Adshe Ochlum Eitz Hadas. Vietzahara did not go inside of Odom and Chava until after they partook from the Eitz Hadas. Vim Kain, Mehechon Bolechetzer. And that being the case, how did Odom and Chava go ahead and eat from the Eitz Hadas originally? However, the truth is, even though there wasn't yet the Yetzirah that we know today, that we speak about today, that Yetzirah didn't exist yet. However, the, the roots, the foundation for that Yetzirah, the Shoirish, was in existence. Dahainu Bechina Hanal, what we spoke about, what we've been speaking about here, Bechinas Hatahara, Shehu Bechinas Habchira. Over there, in chapter 51 in Likut Imran, which we referenced earlier also, there Rabbeinazal says that when there's only one, then there's no such thing as purity and impurity. There's only oneness, there's only good. It's only when there's two, then there can be a concept of pure and impure, of good and bad, that kind of concept. So Rav Nassar says here, quoting chapter 51 of the Kutiman over there, that even though we, the, the Yitzhahara, as we know it today, wasn't in existence yet, however, its source was, meaning the concept of Tahara, the concept of purity, which only comes into existence when there's two, shehu bechinas ha which means choice, bechinas shoyresh achizas hadin, which is the source of where din is attached, shehu bechinas levi, which is shevet levi. The pasuk says v'tiharto es halavim, shemishom haroshim. It's from that incredible high place that there's this mark, this roshim, from which sheker can evolve. Shehu hatuma, which is tuma. Sheker is synonymous with tuma. And that source. That tiny little dot, in a sense, that mark, 
That already, which is the source from which Sheker evolves, that was in existence as soon as Hashem took creation from potential to actualization. The Kanal Batoyanal, as Rabbi Nezal speaks about this over there in chapter 51 in Likud Imran. The Odomarishoin Behiboroi Hoyogovoya Bemalo Mooid Mooid. And Odomarishon, when he was first created, was on an incredible high level. And he was supposed to repair this and, and take, take care of all of this. Validation is Rachel, the And as a result of Odomarisha not following through, not accomplishing this, that empowered the snake to go ahead. <coughs> And, and give Chava the advice to eat and cause them to, and, and lie to them, cause them to get involved in Sheker. The snake, snake began, didn't Hashem say, you're not allowed to touch the tree, which was a lie, it wasn't true. And caused them to, to and in this very fine type of lie, as a result of the fact that the Nochash was able to draw energy from that Roshim, from that tiny, tiny little mark. And this explains also why the snake understood. His whole plan was to approach Chava first. Because the woman compared to man, who was created first? Adam, and then Chava afterwards. So Chava compared to Adam is similar to post-creation compared to pre-creation. Because each and every single level that's above another level, the higher level is referred to as pre-creation and the lower level is referred to as post-creation. Because the higher level is closer to pre-creation, to the beginning. And therefore the higher level is referred to as pre-creation compared to the level below it. Whereas the lower level is referred to as post-creation. And this is the concept of man versus woman, soul versus body, human being versus animal, a higher level and a lower level. Because man is compared to the soul. This, this madreya called Odom, associated with pre-creation. Keneged Hoisha compared to the woman, Shehi Guf, Bechinas Behema, who corresponds to the body, the more physical, Bechinas Behema, who's closer to the level of Behema, Bechinas Achar Habria, post creation. Vialkain, Shom, Beinian, we know that the, the Gemara says that there are three partners in bringing a child into the world. Hashem provides the neshama, the soul, 
the father provides the bones, the skeletal structure, which is the white whiteness. The mother provides the flesh and blood, the more megushim part, what we call the goof, the, the main part of the goof. And therefore, it's in that place where man and woman connect. It's where man and woman connect in order to bring children into the world by the by the Esoid, by the bris. That's where the main battle and the main test and the main choices and the main purification of a person in this world takes place. Because man, I'm sorry, because the woman was created and taken from Adam Arishon through a sleep, a tardema that was imposed. Shehu bechinas histalkus Sleep is associated with the das leaving. Just like when Hashem first wanted to make creation, Hashem had to remove himself, constrict himself, vacate an area in order for creation to take place. That's referred to as a histalkus hadas. whereby Hashem constricted and removed the Das on a certain level, and that's what led to the creation, going from potential to actualization. Because were it not for this tzimtzum, were it not for this histalkus hadas, it would not have been possible for the creation to come into existence. Because everything would have remained in potential, in, in thought of Hashem. Like it was in the beginning. As the Arizal discusses all of this in detail in the beginning of his writings, in the beginning of the Eitzchayim. And this explains we know that man is a microcosm of creation. We find this in several chapters in the Kutimran that Rabbein Zal shows us this, especially in chapter 49 in the beginning. So man, what, how, what took place in creation is also what took place in the beginning of man. Just like when Hashem wanted to do creation, in order for it to happen, there had to be a tzimtzum, there had to be a removal of the light. The light had to be constricted and, and removed in order to create a vacant area in which creation could take place. So too regarding man, when it came to the completion of man, when Hashem wanted to create the woman, which would complete the creation of man, before Chava was created, Adam Rishon was considered plagof, a half, a half-wit. And it's only with the creation of Chava that man was completed, there also there had to be this histalkus hadas. There had to be this sleep that was imposed in order for it to be able to take place. 
שמשום שוירש, שמשום בחינה שוירש אחיזס השקר. And when there's a histalkus hadas, when the das leaves, that's the place where sheker has its origin, its connection. Question in the chat that Odom Rishon was created after all the animals, the same way that Chava was created after Odom. Why do we only say that Chava is the aspect of after creation, not Odom? <clears throat> the answer is everything is relative. You have to know this when we, we're learning Pnimius Satoira. When we're learning Chasidus or Sifrei Machshava or Sifrei Kabbalah, everything is relative. So Rav Nosanzal right now is focusing on these two. He's not discussing the animals right now. He's discussing man and woman, and he's discussing pre-creation, post-creation. And in that comparison, he's saying that because man came, the creation of man came before the creation of woman, and because in order to create a woman there had to be this histalka sadas, in that context, man is referred to as pre-creation, and woman is cons- referred to as post-creation. Question regarding the fact that Rav Nosanzal mentioned tahara is the concept of bechira. Is that a contradiction? The answer is no. And again, the source for this is the beginning of chapter 51 in Likud Imran. There, Rabbi explains <laughs> that pre-creation, when there was only Hashem, when there is only one, in one, it's not shy to use the term pure. The term pure is only in the context of pure and impure. So when there was one, when there's echod, there's no such thing as tumor or tara. The term tara doesn't really have meaning. It's only when Hashem went ahead with creation, that's when the concept of tara came into existence. And once there's tara, then there's also tumor. If you'll take a look in the beginning of that chapter, that whole chapter on the Quran, but especially the, the beginning, Rabbi Nezalver elaborates on this. Anyone else, please? Yes, good morning, Rabbi Nelson. Another question. The whole Achiza of Sheker came through Kava because she, another reason was because she came, was created through Tardema, through. However, it was Adam Arishon who had the sleep being done to him. He was put to sleep, not her, so she was innocent, so to speak, but nevertheless, she, it's not clear to me why, because she was formed in this situation and had nothing to do with her, she should be the, <laughs> the weak link. The, the answer is, you're saying it had nothing to do with her. She was part, she was created from Adam, a rib. It says Hashem took a rib from Adam and, and formed Chava. And in order to do that, Hashem imposed a sleep on them on Adam Harishain and that rib inside of him at the time. So she was definitely part of it. In other words, this sleep was imposed on man, all of man, Adam and Chava, in order for Chava to come into existence. When Hashem created Adam originally, it doesn't talk about sleep. Adam Harishain says, Vayitzer Kimis Adam, Hashem formed Adam. Now, in order to complete the process of man, of creation of man, it required imposing this sleep in order to take a part of Adam and shape it and form it into Chava. <coughs> Thank you, Rav 
the Pasik we read in, in last week's Pasha Barishis, Zachor Unekeva Braam, Hashem created them as male and female, Vayikro Shmom Odom, and Hashem called them Odom. We know that the word Odom, Rabbi Nezal brings this in the Kutimran, that the Zohar Kodesh says that the word Odom is Bigematria Yudke Vavke plus Chava. Yudke Vavke is 26, Chava is 19, 26 plus 19 is Bigematria Odom. The Yudke Vavke represents Odom Arishoim, that's man, and when you attach Chava to it, it becomes Odom HaSholem, it becomes complete man. If I recall correctly, Zohar, the word Zohar, plus the word Nekeva, plus one is Bigimatria Shechina, the word Shechina. The divine exists, pres- just a moment. No, let's do the mathematics. Zohar is 227, Nekeva, is 157, 4, 1, exactly, correct. It's Bigimatria Shechina, the word Shechina. So again, the Shechina is the, a composite of Odom and Chava plus one and Kaviochel Hashem. That's what makes up the complete Shechina. Vialkein Hizgare Hanochosh Behoisha. And this is why the snake. <coughs> did everything he could to attack the woman. And he confused her with a tiny, tiny mistake. Can move on by Parsha, as is expressed in Parsha's Barashas, which we just read two days ago. He's, when he engaged her in conversation, he said, did Hashem say you're not allowed to eat from all the trees in this? No, no, no. Hashem said we can eat from all of them. Only this one we can't. <clears throat> oh, Hashem said you can't eat, you can't touch this tree? And the Nachash added, the t- and then he pushed her, it says he pushed her into the tree. Until she touched it. He said, you see, you touched the tree, nothing happened. You said that if you, if you come into contact with this tree, you're going to die. Look, you didn't die. So just like from touching the tree, you won't die. From eating the tree, you won't die either. Ad until Chava was drawn to follow the snake, the Choto Bapoyel, and went ahead and actually committed the, the full sin, the Ochlam Eitzadas, and ate from Eitzadas. Vazai taketh, he hit Odom. And then immediately afterwards, she was able to get Odomarishan included in this mistake. Ki iker hatos alinei bnei Odom shekvar nechshelu, sheyesh lehem koyach beyoyser lahatos. Because Rav Nosanzal points out that when we find good people making mistakes, committing sins, very often it's caused by other people who already made mistakes, who already fell into the trap of the Yetzirah, and those people are able to convince good people to commit, commit sins or to make mistakes. And on Rosh Hashanah, which is when the world was created, meaning Odom Arishan was created, and on that day he sinned, 
Ozroi Shayaschel Betshuva, and Hashem, with His infinite kindness, helped Adam Arishan begin the Tshuva process. That's why we on Rosh Hashanah have to be involved in this repair, Kamuva, as is brought in all the Holy Svarim. And this Tikkun re- cannot really be accomplished without the greatest of Tzadikim. And they really succeed in accomplishing this tikkun after they've already passed away. And this is the reason why we go to Kivrei Tzadikim on Erev Rosh Hashanah. We'll hold it over here for now. Today is Yom Kippur Koton, which is also a major day of tshuva the final day of the month, the last day of the month of Tishrei, which is this month of Tshuva. And hopefully hundreds, maybe a few thousand people are going to go to Miron, to the Morasamach Pela, to the Koisel Marovi, to Shimon Atzadik, whose Yorzai is also today, to be misspelled by Kivrei Tzadikim. All the Tfilois of those who go and those who don't go should be Neskabel Barotzoim, we should be Zerchet to Tshuva Shalema, <coughs> And be zechut to the gula shleimah, the final gula. The next two days, which are rishchodesh, will be starting the shir at eight fifteen mitzvah. Question: How is that? How is that tzaddik able to affect repairs if he's no longer a bal bechira? After he leaves this world, he doesn't have free choice. The answer is that even though he doesn't have free choice there still is a concept of Aliyah and Yerida by its tzaddik even after he passes away. And Rav Zal speaks about this in other places, that when we visit the grave of a tzaddik and that tzaddik comes down, he comes down from heaven to be there at the time, that's a Yerida for the tzaddik, and that Yerida is what allows the tzaddik to experience a new Aliyah. And in his Aliyah, <clears throat> as we learned before, when he goes up, he brings up with him all of creation. So even though there isn't Bechira in the same context as we know it now, <clears throat> there's still this concept of Aliyah and Yerida. And so long as a person is experiencing Aliyahs and Yeridas, they're going up, they're going higher and higher. And as the Tzaddik is going up, he's able to bring the whole world up with him. Thank you.